0: How we doing, guys? Russell Grant here. Welcome to The Hustle with Russell, another episode bringing you positivity, mindset, business, but also failure and success. Um, It's all about basically just lighting that fire up your ass to finally make you take that first step to becoming a better version of yourself, not accepting mediocre and challenging the status quo. So today I've got Stuart Kane with me. How are you doing?
1: I'm good, thank you. How are you?
0: Um, very, very well. So just quickly, Stuart and I are in um, a coaching group together called Alliance. Uh, we spent some time on a, on a fitness journey together as well in here. Um, but for people who don't know, you know, much about you and what you do, like, what can you tell us briefly?
1: Well, I'm a, I guess, a very ordinary bloke. Um, I run a business. I founded a business called Zone, which is a, a coaching and, and, and health and well-being business uh based well we're now global um it's a, it's an in-person thing. it's not online coaching it's an in-person thing we've got 14 studios uh, it's a franchise business i co-founded the business and own two of the franchises myself and we help i just i just help ordinary people a lot of busy parents busy professionals uh get fitter healthier happier more energy more confidence that kind of thing and loving life loving life
0: mate I love that it's amazing and the thing is I've only seen briefly like on social media about Hit Zone and everything else like what, what's the backstory of that like how long has it been going when did it start Hit
1: Zone formed in 2015 we opened the first studio which was in Telford the, the studio uh, myself and my partner opened in October 2015 and we've been we've been going since then we the, the backstory I guess is I saw uh, or, or helped identify I guess what I thought was a gap in in, in this fitness industry um for what I would call reluctant exercisers, people who don't get on with big box gyms budget gyms um the, the traditional gym market and it kind of grew from there we, we identified that gap we solved the problems of kind of time motivation that kind of thing and yes yeah, it's, it's, it's grown well spectacularly well since since then um we're really pleased. Although all our studios are closed at the moment, we haven't we haven't lost one during COVID or anything, anything like that. Um, our next one's due to opening America um, soon as soon as they're out of lockdown in Kentucky, he'll be open. We got one in Canada, Northern Ireland, UK. Um, it's yeah, it's, it's going amazing. Um, wow, so yeah. you,
0: did you open the first hit zone? Just like did you did you have a vision for a franchise, or was it just like I want to do my own thing? Or
1: not not really. I, I to take it back even further. I was previously married um, and worked, I'd always worked since since I I quit uni. I didn't get my my degree. Um, I enjoyed the the booze and the uh, parties too much. Um, Quit, got a job, worked in sales, marketing, customer service stuff for a few years. Uh, Then joined the business that my ex-father-in-law ran, owned. Um, Got exposure to like a higher level of business. So kind of management, even though that wasn't my role as part of the family, I would get exposure to that, learnt a lot, fascinated by how business worked. And then when that relationship broke down, when my marriage ended, I got a job, um, just a, a, an ordinary role, selling fitness equipment, sports equipment. And great business, just there was something missing. There was something missing. Um, and because I dealt with a lot of PTs, traditional PTs in that business, there was something that just really struck me about PTs and it was that I met so many good PTs, so many great PTs, but in order to grow their business, they basically sacrificed their life because they were selling time. So if they wanted to go from 10 clients to 20 clients, they had to do double the work. They're selling their time by the hour. You know, bear in mind, this was five, six, seven years ago. And I thought, you know what, there's, there's, there's something there, but I don't want to be a PT. Could I partner with a PT? Maybe I do the business side, the marketing, the selling, the customer service, and they do the training, et cetera, et cetera. And I just met by chance a guy who had created something called a hit machine, which is what we've got in our studios. And he'd had this idea for a studio concept uh, and bought a couple of machines. Thought of the name HIT Zone, Opened the studio thinking we're onto something here. And then a year after we opened, one of our members loved it so much, they wanted to open one of their own. So no. We franchised, we franchised the business, and from there, we've we've grown. And actually, to kind of complete the circle, uh, during last year, during during um, during COVID, um, we that th- this lady wanted to kind of semi retire, so we re- then bought that franchise offer. So um, that that franchise that she first opened off the back of training at ours, um, uh, and it went from yeah, that, that's how it kind of kind of went. And there's been ups, there's been downs, there's been tough times, but you know, I, I think, and you'll probably feel the same being being a coach here. Regardless of how good or bad a day has been, what's happened? Has have you lost a member? Have you not made any sales? Have you, has something gone wrong? I, I can always go to bed knowing I'm I'm having an impact on people, and that's a cool feeling because I never had that when I was selling football goals to Tottenham or um, transport. I used to work in transport, selling lorry space to somebody. You know, there was never real purpose behind it. Now I feel a true, a true purpose, a true like you know, serving people, helping people, get a massive buzz from it. I love helping people. Yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah.
0: No, that's I a think bit of the backstory. <laughs> Mate, no, that's amazing. That's amazing. And there's like a few things I want to ask you about it as well. So, like for people that don't know what what is um well, what I want to know as well, what's a HIT machine?
1: So a HIT machine, what what one of the big difficulties with with HIT with high intensity training of any sort is it hurts it hurts. like you know two, two main things is, is doms that, that muscle soreness for days afterwards puts a lot of people off going to the gym they go and smash out amazing workout then three weeks later they're still just about like oh god i can just about walk again and get back into it and the other thing when we're talking about people who are our average age of a member is 47
2: right
1: you know um often well i don't know what proportion of the of, of the population are, are overweight carrying too much weight the other thing that hurts is joints. We get sore joints, especially, you know, I've played football all my life till, till my early 30s. Um, sport, we, we hammer it. Our knees hurt, our backs hurt. Hit. How many people do we hear about with, with, with joint problems of some sort? Oh,
0: all the time, yeah.
1: And hip training, you know, God bless him, Joe Wicks. I think he's done amazing stuff because he's brought hit to the masses. Uh-huh. But doing herpes and backflips and crazy stuff like that, if you're a 47-year-old carrying five or six stone too much weight, that hurts. So the HIT machine allows us. It's really simple. It's like a a, a a pillar with two arms that come off it with handles and shoulder pads, and you can do about 50 different exercises on there.
0: Yeah, from um, what I've seen, it's like the it looks like the the half half of like a seesaw.
1: Almost, oh, yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly yeah. right. And and inside there's a hydraulic system that means the harder and faster you move the machine, the more force you use, the more resistance it creates. Yeah. So we could have like an 80 year old man who can't lift anything training next to a power lifter. And they can get the most out of it, training next to a marathon runner versus someone who can't walk up the stairs without getting breath, out of breath. And what it, it's almost, someone compared it to, said to me, it's like a golf handicap. You can step, you can have four machines next to each other, four people can step onto them. You've got no like, oh, do I change that weight? Do I do this? You just work out to the best of your ability. It means we can lose the impact. You don't have to jump around like a maniac. But also, um, and I don't want to get too technical here, because <laughs> but the machines are concentrically biased. So the concentric muscle movement, sorry, the eccentric muscle movement is the one that tends to give us pain, that, that post muscle pain. So yep. you don't do any eccentric movements under tension on the hip machines. So we actually had a, an independent study done by the University of Ulster and around approximately 80% reduction in DOMS. Now for me, I know people wear DOMS as a badge of honor. Like some people are like, oh, I can't walk, can't move. I don't like them, not because I'm a wimp, <laughs> I don't like pain, but not because I'm a wimp, but actually it stops me training as hard. It's
0: an inconvenience, isn't it?
1: Yeah. And, and like, if I, if I go, I'm going to the studio this afternoon to do a session. I don't want for the next three or four days after that to not be able to do anything. I want to go back tomorrow and, and work out to a you know, high heart rate, burn a load of calories, have a lot of fun. Um, we do it small group as well. So there's only like maximum of 10 people in the session, smaller because of COVID, but normally because of 10, which means that you're not like in a big exercise class where you're at the front going, oh my God, is everyone looking? You know, we have teamwork, we have games. And, and yeah, these hit machines, you can only train on them at, at a hit zone. Um, and, uh, and, again, it's opened up a world of exercise to people who thought that maybe they'll never be able to enjoy exercise again. Because I don't know about you, but for me, I'm 38 now, and I, I, used to, I didn't even have to think about exercise. I played football, I played rugby. Any fitness I did was with those in mind. So going for a run was never going for a run. It was going for a run to get better at football, as in fitter yeah. for football, better at football. And really, when that stopped for me, when I stopped going to football and started um, watching football, I'm a Spurs fan. Sorry, <laughs> but we started watching football. Um, it turned from early Friday nights and playing on a Saturday to pies, pints, and everything else, and I put weight on. I fell out of love with exercise. Going back into a gym was like, man, I'm 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 not like the the fit, in shape, all the right gear young lad I used to be. Yeah. And I bounced from one thing to another and never really settled with anything. And I think one of the reasons why Hitzone has been successful is because if I didn't co-found and an own, I would be a HitZoner. Yeah. I don't enjoy exercise for exercise sake. That, that, that's that's me. I don't I don't enjoy it. I don't. I love working out with other people. Yep. Getting a sweat on, bit of competition, and I don't want to hurt for day, day, days days after. Yeah. Uh, and, and that, that's why I think it, 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 it works because, as I say, I, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not one to go and deadlift and squat. It doesn't do anything for me. It, it, and to be honest, walking into a gym, I'll, I'll give an, a, a shout out, but if I walked into a gym and, and he's a lovely lad, but if, if Kyle was on a squat rack next to me, Kyle Gregg, I'd be intimidated. I can't do that I can't you know I I would and and I think it may be a male ego thing or whatever but yeah you
2: know
1: or anybody like Alex Myers anyone like that Uh, that's not my it's not my game I you know uh, and and I I wondered why I struggled to find someone to exercise because I I just didn't like gyms that was that was
0: that makes so so much sense though because there is that gap, isn't there? Like, even in my job as a coach, I've, I've, I've spoke to people and I always ask them, like, what have you done in the past and stuff? And, okay, yeah, we do have these, what we call these villains of the industry and we're trying to move people away from. But, you know, these fad diets and shakes and stuff, some people have just said, like, the reason why I'm doing it is because I don't have to do those exercises and routines that make you ache for days, you know? Mm. and The gym can be an intimidating environment. And, you know, I, I, I'm, I've got a bodybuilding strongman background, yeah um you know i'm only five foot nine i've got up to 17 and a half stone which is quite a lot you know Mm, but mm. i same with me though like i worked out for a purpose but i struggled to work out alone i Mm -hmm. find it hard to motivate myself to do so and then after doing it for 12 years of just like my only outcome was to just get big in the winter and slim in the summer it gets boring there's no outcome really you're not really Mm. Performing or like improving your your you know your resting heart rate, your blood pressure, whatever yeah. it may be. So I've gone more on to now like performance, like you know, yeah. um, hit training, core training, just stuff that challenges yeah. me physically and mentally all the time. So it, it definitely makes sense. So for people that like like are, are looking to to do hit training and they're thinking about what is it, like what would be like the main like benefits for someone that doesn't know anything about that type of training, like. Why, why do that instead of just like conventional stuff that you see?
1: Um, for me, hit, hit training, again, most people are time poor. It's a very, if, if you're looking to, you know, get a sweat on, move, burn some calories. I know exercise isn't all about burning calories, but if you're looking to lose a bit of weight and be in a calorie deficit, it's a very efficient, quick way to burn calories. But also just to move to, you know, the amount of people that are uncomfortable and scared of being out of breath just to feel out of breath and know that you're, you're not going to die. You're okay to be out of breath. Yeah. Um, th- that's why I think hit training is popular because it's, it's the most bang for your buck. It, I know it's not for everybody. Not everybody loves hit training. that's cool. Um, it's very simple to incorporate ordinary movements. You know, something as simple for hit training, um, c- can be, you know, and this is impact, but I'm taking hip, the hit machines out of the, the, the equation here. Um, just sprinting on the spot for 30 seconds and having a 30 second rest. Yeah. And what again, it's very adaptable. So, you know, for example, if you and I now were to do 30 seconds sprinting on the spot, um, and then, and then have our rest, you might be ready to go after 15 seconds. I might take 30 seconds to recover. So you can very much adapt it to, to you. Um, you can do it without equipment, with equipment, you can do it outdoors, indoors. I, I think it's become very popular because it's, it's pretty accessible. It's pretty accessible and again w- one of the things kind of the, I, I think is, is is hugely underrated and we discussed it when we were chatting before um and you you mentioned it is community yeah um a sense of belonging a tribe you know for, for we can, you can say what you think about you know, what you want about them but things like slimming world weight watchers even your mlm products your Herbalives, your juice pluses things that i wouldn't use I don't believe in i don't agree with any of those things but what they do spectacularly well is create community celebrate success give us a sense of belonging and i think and covid has, has highlighted this hugely we need connection we need human connection we need people who who are going through the same as us or have, have just someone to share our successes with or, or our struggles with and that's one of the reasons i think hit zone has been very successful Is we do create incredible communities of people of, of all different shapes and sizes who thought maybe, oh my gosh, like hit, does it have to be burpees? Like 20 burpees and no rep. And actually it doesn't have to be, it can be. Like maybe for me or you doing, doing a little hit session of burpees might, might be great. Yeah. But for someone who hasn't exercised 20 years, scared of getting out of breath and is carrying five or six stone too many, they're too much. Then yeah, that's not going to be the key to getting them exercising. They'll look yeah. at it once and turn around and, and bugger off. <laughs> um, it's a lot
0: of um, like you versus you, isn't it? Which is yeah. great because you're just trying to beat the last workout, recover faster, yeah. get that extra rep in, go a little bit longer. And I find also with hit with, with training myself, like you can um, you can see and feel, mainly feel the benefits, like pretty much within a week. Yeah, yeah, like straight yeah. Straight away get that adaptation because it's, it's pushing you out of your comfort zone that little bit more than you would from just going for a walk or, you know, doing a light exercise session. It, it, it does work really well. No, no, no.
1: And I think, and I think you can, you know, you can, a lot, a lot of people, I'm, I'm super competitive, but you can almost gamify it. So for example, you can say, I don't know, I'm going to go really super simple here, but do 20 squats. Then have a minute's rest. Do 20 squats. Do that five times. And I bet you, or how many squats you can do in 30 seconds. And I bet you next week, you'll probably be able to do two or three more squats in that time. And, and actually something that's super accessible to people as well. And we use it in the studio with, with, with chest worn heart rate monitors. But these days with Apple Watches, Garmin's, Fitbits, all sorts, you can actually see like when you need to recover. So we, we have these heart rate monitors because, again, if we've got somebody who's never trained for 10 years and somebody who's been with us, I've been a hit zoner for five years, and we get them to do 30 seconds flat out, they're going to need a different amount of recovery. They don't want one being sick in a corner after five minutes and someone going, oh, this is boring, it's too easy. So actually when you look and go, you know what, I've pushed my heart rate up towards its maximum. Now I'm going to rest for 30 seconds. I'm going to watch it recover down to, uh, it's all coloured zones, isn't it? So blue zone. When I get to the blue zone again, I'm going to go and I'm going to, I'm going to push it. And we used to have a have the, the really simple version of interval training that a lot of people have done is run one lamppost, walk a lamppost, run a lamppost, walk a, And that's all hit training is. Yeah. That's all, that's all it is, is, is work then rest. But you've just got to push yourself yeah. or be pushed by a coach to a high intensity, you can't just sleepwalk your way through it to get the benefits.
0: Yeah. I like the zones as well, because like you said, with the different colors, then it's quite individual then, isn't it? So that you're yeah. being a lot more specific to your recovery so that you probably work smarter rather than harder as well, as in like you get results yeah. faster.
1: Yeah. 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 yeah absolutely. Yeah. And, absolutely. I'm massive. And, and again, it's that measurable thing. You can say, you know what? I, I got my heart rate up to 90% of its maximum and it took like two and a half minutes for it to get back to resting like at the start of the month but now it's only taking a minute to get back like my cardiovascular fitness things like lung capacity um all of those things are improved whatever type of hit train you do whether it's on the hit machines or whether it's on a row machine or or outside or whatever you you want whatever you do
0: yeah you can do it anywhere at any time going back to like what you said about community and a sense of belonging like it's so important now isn't it i was literally on a walk with my missus this morning and She signed a client up to our online coaching program. She said I was on the phone to him for nearly an hour. And she said, like, oh, I thought he was maybe just keeping me going on the phone and Mm -hmm. having me on to try and sidetrack me from, you know, the outcome of the call. And I said to her, look, sometimes we have to take like a sky view of our life, like kind of outer body experience, look it from 100 feet above. And I said, well, maybe, maybe just maybe he just wanted to talk to you. Do you know what I mean? He maybe felt yeah. a bit lonely. Like, even though he's got a wife, he's got kids, he's in them four walls. Yeah. It was just like, this is just a different person to speak to, someone I could potentially offload to or someone that can understand what's going on right now. And I find that connection more than ever is so important now. So like mm. programs mm. like this, franchises that you've got, are like so, so, so important. Um, I mean, what, what have you done to make sure that that has been like on the go with with, with what you're doing right now? Is it,
1: yeah. So I mean, we we we're always been proud of our of our community. Our members call it that like, the Hit Zone family, which I'm kind of proud of actually. That that's one of the, the proudest things about Hit Zone. But in the studios, I think the fact that we're very, it's very level playing field because of the Hit machines, because of the heart rate monitors, et cetera, People are all doesn't matter what fitness level you are. People people get on, and we've always we've always done things. My biggest fear, my big panic. On I remember the day. It was the twentieth of March, uh, Friday the twentieth of March last year. We got this announcement at five o'clock we have friday evening sessions i wasn't taking them one of our coaches was at the studio staff and boris came on and said all oh, pubs restaurants gyms etc to close and i remember walking into the studio thinking right uh, i've got to go in the, the last session was on at like after six or whatever and i and i videoed the last 20 seconds of the session and i stood there when everyone had gone and i thought i don't know if we're ever going to open again i don't know how on earth we do this." and all i thought was survival mode at this point right get stuff online, let the members know we're here, community is the important thing. So straight away, my Zoom link, thankfully I'd used Zoom before, <laughs> I knew exactly yeah. what Zoom was. Yeah. Zoom link, here you go, coffee with Stew every morning. If you wanna jump on it, and most people, I would say like, well, we'll solve any problems you've got, we'll tackle it. And most people just wanted to see other people's faces, just wanted to talk like people they knew on camera, et cetera, et cetera. And from there we, we've learned over the past 12 months and and now you know we do member challenges we've got we do a pub quiz every Friday night we do we do all all sorts of bits pieces coaching calls my diary is open to all of our members at any point to jump on a on a call and I think I, I think one of the big things in community that a lot of people will overlook is and it's very easy to do this as a coach as a coach we want to impart our knowledge onto people they yeah. go, take this, take this, take this. Sometimes people just, like you said about, um, about the guy yesterday, some people just want to be heard themselves and feel like they're of value to other people. I think it's why volunteering is such a, such a popular thing. Hmm. People want to be giving, giving back to their community, not just being part of a community. And I think it's probably one of the reasons why, um, like our accountability group within Paul's Alliance is so popular, successful, enjoyable, because we can all give back to each other. We're not just take, take, take from Paul's coaching. Yeah, You might chuck a problem in there, or I chuck a problem or, or one of the other lads, and we can help solve it. And I think that's a really under, undervalued, under, underplayed part of community is that just because you aren't the leader of your community, you can still have a massive impact.
0: Yeah, 100%, 100%. And like with the community, obviously, you've also got exercise that you provide, nutritional coaching everything else as well
1: yeah yeah we we go the whole hog we, we, we positioned ourselves as like having a personal trainer but without having to pay 25 30 40 50 pound an hour so most people do you know what don't really need a meal plan they don't want a meal plan they want to learn the principles around eating well they want to be educated and and the biggest thing held accountable held accountable to it. so you know, we are in, in our team, Hit Zone Shropshire, we've got eight people. Eight people, eight coaches, eight, you know, co-owners, coaches, etc. And, you know, my mum my is actually one of them. She's uh,
2: really?
1: almost 60 years old. Well, six months away from being 60 years old. That is old. amazing. Um, and she's a fully qualified PT, loves taking sessions. And it just is fascinated by good nutrition. Just Just finds it very interesting. And she runs a couple of little accountability groups on WhatsApp around your nutrition some for people who track their food you know my fitness pal that kind of thing some for people who just to be honest eating three square meals a day is a challenge yeah knowing where to get protein from is a challenge um and that accountability is probably more valuable than any workshop we've put on about meal prep or or anything like that it's it's about at the end and so we have nutrition we have mindset coaching accountability something that's proved super popular this one which is a bit of a weird one um got a coach called ollie young lad re- really great guy he twice a week does a live cook along really He says, go and get the ingredients facebook live cook you know and, and cook along and again it's almost like you're in a kitchen with your mates or you, you think cook all cooking together and whilst stuff's cooking we have a little q a like what what, sh- you know what would you what was the questions he was asked today what meal would you cook if you were taking some you have gone on a first date what would be your uh, like? What would be your ultimate death row meal? What would be you know, all, all those kind of things. Um, because guess what? Everybody loves food. So it brings us all together, man. And um, and you know, so yeah. And then again, as I, as I say, within kind of our coaching, one of the things that's super popular is these like little mini challenges. Like we split into teams and do steps challenges, or our heart rate monitor system has a, a points thing because obviously we all burn calories at different rates based on a whole host of things. But um the heart rate monitors give you points for how long you spend in each of the zones. Yeah. So you've got like eight of our studios are in a competition with each other. Which team can have the most UPPs, they're called these points, per person, per week. And like I've never seen, like you've got people who come into the studio when they join us and they have a consultation, I'm not competitive, don't ever put me in a competition. And they're like savage beasts now. They're like out there like walking 10 miles a day just to get more points for their studio. (laughs) And uh, I think that competition sense of belonging um it's just something different from the humdrum of like get up homeschool cook dinner go to bed yeah what life's become for a lot of people
2: yeah yeah about
1: creating excitement and you know i felt it last week i was in a right pickle last week it was the worst worst i felt for about 18 months um and i was victim mode i was what's the point your your video yesterday morning really resonated with me. That what's the point video? <laughs> yeah. did, did, did that that Facebook live, and that's what I was like for about five days. What's the point? Probably had a beer every night. I can't be asked. Like, you know, what's the you know? No one listens to it. Didn't have many people on my coaching call. Oh, well, what's the point? You know, all of that kind of stuff that a lot of people will be going through. A lot of people will be going through. And actually, um, it, I I'm I feel really grateful that I felt like that now because it it gave me the empathy of. Like I've been saying all the way through, everyone said to me, You're so positive through lockdown. It's all positive, it's all positive, it's all positive. How'd you do it? And I'm like, Well, I don't know. I just do it like I've yeah. um, this is me. Um and yeah, I've 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 trained myself to be like that. But it was a nice little alarm clock to go, right, life's not always Yeah, come on, like like and, and it made me think about what do I do to get out of a rut? And I delivered a coaching call on it last night. What do you know, what what do you do to get out of a rut? How how do you do it? And I think sometimes as coaches, it can like we almost feel the pressure to be positive.
2: Yeah. Massively. To,
1: to, you know, To be a leader. To and we have a responsibility. People are paying us money for, for that. But it is okay to feel a little bit down, to be in a bit yeah. of a rut.
0: We're being we're basically being paid to be a lighthouse. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. it is hard, isn't it? It is. I say oh, yeah. it all the time. It, it's, it's a bit like like, I don't know it's a bit like a barber We're talking about like you know hair getting really messy and bad with the with the lockdown but they listen to people's problems every day you know Mm. they mainly talk about i said like you know my friend who's a barber said they mainly just talk about the gym weight loss women and football that's all they kind of talk about
2: yeah probably
0: when he finishes work the last thing he wants to talk about is weight loss women and so on and Mm. you have to stay like on point yourself because it's not fair on your clients blah 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 but so, like, you said you did this live, right? Because I, I, I get like it too. I have these little dips. I get yeah. this little groove of, like, woe is me. And it usually happens after, like, a really successful day or week.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. then I just
0: yeah. get this drop. Um, yeah. Like, what, what did you say to the guys then? Because like someone that's listening right now, they might have been in this kind of, like, victim, have a beer, feel sorry mm. for myself kind of. They might yeah. have been like this for nine months. Like, what, what, what would you suggest to go, this is a start to getting onto that path of feeling good?
1: So Yeah, so for me, the, the, the first thing, and I said this on, on the coaching last night, the first thing for me is to recognise that, that you're feeling down and why you're feeling down and what those feelings are because often we all try and mask them or hide them. So embrace them, you know, what, what is it you're feeling? And I think a really important one, and I don't like this word, but I'm going to use it. How do those feelings manifest? What What is your behavior? So is your behavior getting pissed every night? Is it just having a beer? Is it eating really well through the day then having a takeaway at night? Is it staying in bed too long, going to bed too late, binge watching too much TV, screen time, all of those things that we use. It could be for some people drugs. I, I don't know, you know, whatever it is. And look at what those behaviors are. And then understand and again, this is something we've probably both heard from Paul, but all of those behaviours, like for me, I, I'm terrible, and I think most people are for beating themselves up about it. Yeah. Oh, you've, you've, you've slept in again, or you've laid in bed again, or oh, your screen time is six hours again, or you didn't work out again. You had a beer again. All of these things, and you just get harder and harder and harder on yourself. But what we've got to recognise is that there is a benefit to doing all of those things. I get something from having that beer at night. I must do, otherwise I wouldn't do it. And I get something from lying in bed till whatever time in the morning. Otherwise, I wouldn't do it. Yes. Yeah. And I find just simple s- scrap of paper, choosing the, the one thing, the two things, the three things that you're doing that are, are sabotaging you are causing you the problems, the bad habits, and write down what you're getting from them. Because then you can look to replace them. And a great a great example of this was um rich rich Crow, good old Papa Crow. Um he was drinking during the first lockdown most evenings. Yep. not talking getting leathered, just a few beers. Yeah, a few a few him. And his, he, he was trying to, he, he found out what it was that he was trying to create. What was the feeling? And it was relaxation after work. He was working from home, walked from, from his office in, in the house to the fridge, got a cider, sat down at a cider. And he replaced that with walking because it was peaceful. It was quiet. He could take the dog out, put some headphones in yeah. and he replaced it. It didn't say he doesn't drink anymore, but he replaced that feeling there. And I think once you once you get that in mind, once you understand what it is that you're trying to create, it gives you a bit more control. A choice. So, um, what is it that you're, you, yeah, what, what is the feeling you're chasing? And it takes a little bit of the guilt out of it for me. Yeah. It takes a little bit of the guilt out of it. Like, I'm like, you know what? I'm not drinking because I'm an alcoholic. I'm not drinking. Oh, yeah. Don't get me wrong. Like, for me, drinking four times in a week is a lot.
2: Hmm.
1: Like, I don't mind having a couple of beers on a Saturday. I'd like love leaving, Valentine's meal Saturday night, open a bottle of champagne, had a couple of beers afterwards, watching TV. All cool. It's when it then bleeds into having a couple of beers on a Sunday, then I'll have some on a Thursday and a Friday because it's almost a weekend, etc. And once you recognise what you're looking for there, you can look at other things you can replace it with. So for me, instead of sitting, having a beer and just watching crap TV, it's like, right, let's get into a box set, something to take my mind off everything. Let's get into a box set and commit. And I find this is really sad. I put this stuff in a diary. I say, like tonight, Jodie, eight o'clock, we've got to have, Done what we need to do, done our workout, done our steps, had our dinner, washed up, had a shower, because we're having two hours of Netflix. Yeah. Um, and, and actually, it, it seems quite sad putting in the diary, but it gives me structure, it gives you something to look forward to. And then, and then the other the, the bit uh, uh, to take the, the original point on is, I then, and I put it to, to, to my members like this yesterday, I said, right, in the morning, ask some questions ask yourself some questions so we journal you know we, we journal seems second nature to me
2: yeah. but I
1: looked at some of the questions like what how do I want to feel today what do I need to have achieved today for today to have been a good day what can I get excited for today what if I if I feel my energy low what can I do to to boost my energy up what could trigger me or stress me out today and how can I deal with it and I said to them all that that probably takes 10 minutes in the morning does that seem like too much like hard work and about 50% of them said yeah yeah, yeah that, that does I said but that, I agree. It is a bit extra. You might have to get up before the kids get up or you might have to you know get up a little bit earlier and feel a bit more knackered at the start of the day. But I tell you what's a lot a lot harder feeling like I did last week. It's yeah. a lot, you know, it's a it's a lot harder. It only takes 2 or 3 days of of feeling down for it to start to to plummet and and when you suddenly have that when when you say how you want to feel you're putting your intention on it. You're putting your mind on I, like my, my word today was energy. How do I want to feel to energy? I thought, you know what? I've got a hit zone at home session to take. I've got a meeting with the team. I've got a management meeting. I've got a podcast I'm recording, but like I want, I want to bring energy to that. Yeah. And so as soon as I did that, guess what? I was up early. I went out for a walk in the morning because I know that gives me an energy boost, but because I'd written it down, my mind was on it rather than my mind being on, I'll wake up at whatever time, I'll go on Facebook and then I'll look at BBC News and, oh, lockdown's still going on. I can't go and see my mum or I can't do... Uh, and Paul said on a coaching yesterday that we're going to ask ourselves questions anyway. But when those questions are based on what you can't do, what you can't have, what you can't um, enjoy at the moment, of yeah. course you're going to feel down. Of course you're going to feel crap. You know, um, and... Again, I did a live video on it this morning and, and, the, and the feedback was amazing. People, people forget the power of asking a good question in all walks of life. Yeah. Everything we want to achieve is on the other side of a good question.
2: Yeah, nice. you all know
1: that from sales. From sales, like when, when you really want to get somebody who you can see is, is a perfect fit for your coaching program, sometimes you have to ask questions that are a bit uncomfortable.
0: Massively, yeah.
1: When you want to make improvements in your relationship, sometimes you have to ask questions that you know you're not going to like the answer to. But it gives you then the the data for want of a better word to 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 take action to do or or to not take action (laughs) if if you don't want it then cool um yeah you've
0: got to ask otherwise well you never know (laughs) yeah you just assume presume everything in life and yeah and on the other side of a powerful question is a powerful answer and that could be Mm. that transformation or that solution Mm. that you need to get to the other side no, no, no. And,
1: you know, I don't, I don't know, but, you know, again, we only ever see the highlight reels on people's social media, but something that really jumps out, and, and you know, obviously I, I speak to you in a WhatsApp group and things like that, is, you know, your relationship um, with your missus. And it's strong, and it looks great fun, and you're both smiling in your pictures. Um, but that comes from kind of putting a work into it. Same as a fitness journey. You don't see a man who's, like, lost four stone because it's been easy no. and you don't see these great relationships, these people with strong relationships, you know, it sometimes is asking your other half a question like what, what, what else can I do to make, to make your life a bit better? Or what can I do today to, to make, you know, you, you look stressed. What can I do to help with that? Cause you might not like the answer. The answer might be clean the dishes, take the bins out, clean the windows, whatever it is. Yeah. But guess, guess what? Guess what's amazing at the end of the day, a relaxed, happy, comfortable partner that you can sit and enjoy Netflix with, or go for a walk with, or I, I'm vegetarian. So I don't always like what I see you, you and uh, even Daniel eating, but like, it's amazing. Like you look like you really, no, but you really enjoy <laughs> that, you know, ha- having them times. And, and that comes from putting the work in.
0: Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. No, no, it makes totally sense. It really does. And, it, and what you put in is what you get back. Right. And, Absolutely. Yeah. No, I, I've been saying this for a while. It is it, you, you've got to put in the work and, like I, I, get, um, I get a little bit of abuse from friends and family and stuff, but in a nice way, like one, yeah. because of journal, they're like, what, you're a 12-year-old girl, you yeah. know? Yeah. And yeah. secondly, it's like they'll, they'll look at my schedule like someone will, you know, ask to, on a coaching call, they go, look, why have you got your missus in your diary? And it's mm. like, well, show me your diary. And I said, well, every other fucker's in that diary apart from your family and you.
2: Yeah, exactly. Every
0: other person, there's no time for you, there's no time for the kids, no that. So then no wonder you go, oh, I didn't get round to date night, I didn't get round to spending time with the kids, I didn't get round to this. It's because it's not scheduled in. Yeah. If it's not and happening naturally, and this is a tough pill to swallow, it's not high priority or a value.
1: No, you'll do the things that, that matter, won't you? Yeah. And, that, and that's one of the reasons um, we take it back to Hitler. We have a booking system. You have to book in, you can't just show up. Hmm. And our members have said, I do loads more sessions than I would because I know that I've said at half a six, I'm taking one of those, how many spaces are in a? you know, all our studios have got different numbers of people in their sessions. And once I've booked it, it's in my diary. Same same as like a, a work meeting. You, like, you wouldn't have a meeting with your accountant just when you can fit it
0: in if you need to sort your accounts out. Yeah. You and, and you know- You of surgery and just say, yeah, just come along when you like.
1: Yeah, exactly. And, and I think sometimes as well, um, it's important to, to for want of a better word, you might not call it this and you, and you might not structure this, but have a meeting with, whether it's your children, your partner, I haven't got children, but, with, but with, with the partner to say, right, like this week, what do we want to get done? Whether it's jobs on the house, time together, shopping, meal plan, whatever it is, you know, people who eat better tend to have a plan of some sort. Even if it's not like on Monday morning, we're having this, they just know that, right, you know what? I'm going to eat these meals this week I might jiggle them around a bit but uh, and people people and and the people who've got strong relationships have a a plan like they they, 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 (laughs) you know um and it it does sound very unromantic you know I've got Netflix in my diary for this evening but um guess what it means I don't miss it I won't miss it I'll I'll, it adds me some urgency on what I've got to do today because I know by eight o'clock I've made Jodie a promise that we're going to sit and watch sit and watch Netflix no phones no messaging members no
0: you know none of that And I find that people really just like want your time more than anything. That's more valuable than gifts and making money and everything else in it, especially in a relationship. And I always use the analogy of like a plant. I say like, you know, there's no maintenance in life and there's no maintenance with your fitness, with your relationships, with your, you know, your bank balance, whatever it may be. Because if you water a plant for two weeks and then stop watering the plant, it will not keep, it will not maintain. It will die out. Exactly, I think it does help that you know where we're we're quite consistent in what we do your partners become part of that consistency as well they kind of like where you lead by example it's great if you're a team and there is going to be resistance to start with but when you're a team they kind of get it they kind of get Hmm. why you're doing things and doing this and I think it's very important as well with people that want to start this health and fitness journey you know moving more being more pain-free living longer losing weight wherever it is is that you work with your clients on finding a process that works for them. Mm. Rather than it just be being like a quick fix, you know, something I can only do for two weeks and then I go back to my old ways. It's it's, it, it's making it a lifestyle, isn't it?
1: Yeah. And, and understanding the process, managing expectations so that you don't go off at 100 miles an hour. You don't go off at 100 miles an hour. Because how, if, you, if you take the analogy actually back to a relationship, so many relationships that haven't worked for people. For me, I would say for me included in, in the past. Um, Make myself sound like a right Romeo, then I haven't had that many relationships to be honest. But the, oh, ones, yeah. the <laughs> ones that haven't worked are the ones where you don't really get to grips with the post honeymoon period. Because you in a relationship, you go off 100 miles an hour. You try and see each other all the time. You, you know, it, it's all amazing. And then when you settle into the like routine, you you if your expectations are are like super high about kind of we're going to see each other every day you know before people live together and and, and that kind of thing then you end up with resentment there and I think the same goes with the fitness journey if you think you can keep up doing exercising every day and go going crazy for it and eating perfectly if you want to call it that you're going to let yourself you're going to let yourself down um and again going back to the time thing that, that you mentioned I think it's highlighted it hugely. The whole pandemic has highlighted it hugely because if you ask people what they're missing, it's nothing to do with like money or what they're missing is, is time with people, time with their family who they don't see. You know, uh, you know I, I just, I'd just i kill for like an, an hour with, with, with my mum in person, for example. Um, okay, we can, you know, I, I'm quite lucky my mum lives in the same town. as so me. mum and dad live in the same town. So if we wanted to go for a walk, under the rules are allowed yeah but some people aren't in the same town as their their family and 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 time is sounds so cliche but it's so precious it's 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 so precious and um you know when 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 you realize that like i I, i'm probably halfway through my life yeah you know probably maybe if, if we go on on the um average life expectancy i am Halfway through my life, 76 years old is the average, is the average life expectancy. And, and like, do, do I want to waste that time being in a bad, bad, you know, bad mood all the time or feeling sluggish or, you know, uh, I take you back to a, a story. I've, I've, I've told it before in various places. The, the big catalyst for me with, with health and well-being after football, I went travelling on my honeymoon uh, back in 2010 and I stood at the edge of the Grand Canyon in America. And I was out of shape, unhealthy. I wasn't particularly big, but I was unhealthy. Because of that, I had mental health issues as well. That was definitely linked to my physical physical state, my, my physical being. And I turned down the opportunity to hike into the Grand Canyon. Right. Which is something that, like, some people would kill for the opportunity just to do that. And I turned down the opportunity because I thought, I'm not fit enough. I'll keel over down the bottom. I won't be able to get back out. And I promised myself I'd never get to that stage i've never turned anything down because i'm a fitness and that's so stark now because we haven't got the opportunity to do all the stuff we wanted to do and you know imagine because of poor fitness you turn down the opportunity to go for a walk with your mom or you know go for a hike with your partner because that's what that's what life's about is these experiences it's not about whether you can bench 100 kilos or whether you can deadlift, you know, fair enough. If that's your goals, cool. Like enjoy them. But actually it's the experiences that, that we're all chasing. That's what what we've, that's what we've missed most about Corona, about the, during the pandemic is these experiences we can go and do with people.
0: Yeah, no, it is. It's it's definitely like changed my perspective on things and my values and stuff. And a lot of people, yeah, it's just like, I just want to be able to hug my mum, hug my nieces and yeah. Go and yeah. sit. My, my nan just turned 91 the other week on the 11th, and uh, you know, oh, I just man. wanted to go around and give her a hug. Yeah. You know, she's yeah. bless her, she got told two years ago she's got three percent kidney function, and she's lasted this long. Man.
1: I know, what but a like woman. every
0: day is a blessing. And she's like, I'm still here, Russ, I'm still here. Just, yeah. I just I want a hug, you. yeah, yeah, and yeah, going back to your story about time and stuff as well, it's like. Because we've got commodities, haven't we? We've got like time, we've got energy, we've got money. They're like the main ones, aren't they? And Mm, mm. we're usually as blokes, we're chasing that money commodity all the time, aren't we? And I'm hoping that it has for me majorly, but for the majority of people, it it will bring that down a bit and be like, look, Mm. you know, if you've got enough, um, and we talk about in the coaching about abundance and it's Mm. triggered by gratitude, isn't it? And everyone, enough is a certain number, isn't it? And so on. Yeah. That you think to yourself do you know what because i used to have these ambitions in my head it's like i want to be making six figure uh, years and then i want to be making six figure months and then bigger yeah, yeah. days you know you've got all yeah, this yeah, yeah. oh yeah. I can leverage the shit out of it and i can do this yeah. and, but now i've looked at things and i said to my missus i was like do you know what like we haven't got to worry about paying our bills we haven't got to check our bank balance every day and yes yep. it would be nice to have more and yes it'd be nice for this but at what expense is that going to come because mm. If I do keep chasing it, I might have to, um, you know, I might have to let another commodity suffer, like my energy, my yeah. time, my yeah. mental health, my physical health. And this brings me back to a client of mine, and he, he does listen to the podcast, and he won't mind me, me speaking about. It, but he started coaching with me a while back because, you know, he, he's a very, very wealthy person, as in financially earns yeah. very good money. He's got a huge family. He's actually got nine children, and he's only wow. forty. Yeah, I know. I wouldn't share a drink with him. And,
1: Ryan um, yeah. McGill. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, he's chasing him. He's chasing him. But yeah. the thing is, he, he, he spent something stupid, like 10 grand on a week in uh, Centre Parks in the Treehouse. You think yeah. about taking a football team with you. Yeah. And then one well. of the days, he couldn't do go eight because he was too heavy. Okay. So you think about, and that impacted him and that impacted me. And I was like, Right you know, you've got all this money in the bank, you are got all these experiences, you can buy what you want when you want, but you could not in, get involved with your family. Yeah. 08, because you were too heavy for the harness. It's like, when you think about it, it's like, shit, like having your health is like the fucking richest thing you can have because at the oh, moment it's not yeah. Piss poor.
1: Mm. Yeah. And I, and I think what, uh, as I say, like, yeah. When I, when I started the business, it was like, right. I want a, this car, I want a mansion. I want all of these things. Like, I want to be wearing these suits. I can't remember the last time I wore suits. can't remember the last time I wore jeans at the moment, to be honest with you. Yeah, I've wore jeans for months. <laughs> yeah. um, at least you wear pyjamas every day. Yeah, pyjamas and shorts, shorts for, <laughs> for, for, for sitting, sitting around. But, um, like, on, on a serious note with that, like, the only reason I, I, I want a house now is for the memories I can create there. So, yeah, I, I, me and Jody, we, we would love to have a family, and hopefully we do one day. Um, and so, will I have a better time with my family if I've got a nine-bedroom mansion, but my family never see me because I'm out there chasing the next pound, the next 10 pounds, the next 100 pounds, etc.? cetera? Or will actually it be better to have a house we love that we can create memories in that I'm there more often. I'm present. I'm I'm doing things with with, with a child because, um, again, when it sounds really morbid, but when we die, whenever that is, no one's going to go. Oh, that like you must be well proud of that nine bedroom house or that mansion you live in. People are going to look at your legacy, what you've left behind uh, as a person, as a personality. How many lives have you impacted? How many people have you made smile? How many people? Loved your company, not how big was your house and like um, how many diamonds were when you know you know how many diamonds jewelry can you wear it etc etc. And there's no there's no crime in liking nice things either.
0: No, there isn't. No.
1: But you've got to make yeah, It's like you say. It's getting that balance between those. Yeah. You know, do I exhaust all my energy and all my time and have all the money in the world, or do I get the balance right between? That's it. Between all of them. And again, there's nothing wrong with hard work. Like we talked before about these long long days, and you, you, you're one of the hardest-working people I know. But it's very important to know why you're doing that, which you do. Yeah. You know what you're aiming for. You know why and what you're trying to create. And so many people work so hard, forego their health, forego their relationships, forego everything else, and then get to 60 and go, well, shit, that wasn't worth
2: it.
0: Yeah, and this is it. And, and it's the same. It's like, you know, I've only been working this intensely since pretty much january last year you know okay. I, I did work really hard before in the fitness industry and i helped build up a um a personal training business and i sold for mm. other trainers and then i had a boot camp I, I co-owned with someone and it got to the point after two and a half years of graft i was like look i'm working 20 hours a week and i'm getting a full-time wage and it was amazing mm. and then it mm. was i'd work a long day monday uh, normal day monday wednesday thursday and i'd finish at 12 o'clock on a friday and yeah. i wouldn't even do anything work related until monday morning And when I got to that point, I was like, this is it. I'm happy now. I was, Mm. uh, you know, earning under the VAT threshold. (laughs) And I was like, but this is it. I don't need to check my bank balance. If I want to go for a meal, I can. I can see in the future when I am married and kids and all this, I don't really have to want for much. And I can spend most of my time, you know, I've got this idea in my head of like, I want to be able to choose when I take my kids to school and choose when I pick them up. Yeah, 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 amazing not be done by that and I've had to work hard again just because I had an in-person business yeah and the pandemic forced me to pivot online when it was something I wanted to do anyway yeah yeah and I was was dipping my toe in it and did it about 20% of the time but at the moment yes I am working 60 70 hours a week which kind of goes against what I say to my clients the busy men but I'm at the, the, the baby stage of the business. But I even said to my missus on our walk this morning, I said, I'm probably six to nine months away from going part-time again.
1: But you know what the cool thing about that, what you just said there is, you might be working 60, 70 hours a week, but you're going for a walk with your missus, for one. You, you, you're doing your own workout. You're getting your own steps in. So it, it, it's getting the balance right. It's something that's really important with this whole time thing as well, which I, which I find and a lot of people um we talk about screen time a lot as well yeah and you go i've got six i want i'm on six hours screen time i want to reduce that to two hours a day what's really important is what's going in that four hour gap so if you reduce your if if somebody you've got someone who's working 80 hours a week and they go right i only want i want to get that down to 40 what's going to go in that other 40 hours is it family time or is it sitting in the pub getting pissed and, and and wasting your life and until you get that it's again, it's about having your, your, your purpose, your why And if the purpose is just to be a, a great family guy and a great dad, amazing. But what are you going to do to be that great dad? Get that vision. It, it might require, an, you know, you save 20 hours a, work, a, a week by, by reducing your work hours, working smarter, but five, out, five of those hours need to be spent in a gym or working out. Five of those hours need to be spent on journaling, self-discovery, meditation, study all of those things so then those 10 hours that you've gained aside from that can then be used spectacularly well with your family because you're present you're on point you're you're smashing it and again it's the same as the screen time like there's no point in me cutting my screen time down but the spare time i spend on my playstation or or watching crap on t- if it, you know you're just saving one thing and throwing it away with the other and it, again having that clear it's why we all work so hard on goal setting and try and get our clients to set yeah purposeful meaningful goals that actually have a reason like what's what's the goal of losing one stone if it's for a reason then brilliant if, it, if it's because I had, I had a client who said to me um it's very similar to the center parks thing. he said um all i want to do is get to a weight i don't even know what that weight is where i can go on fairground rides with my kids
2: because
1: hmm. i'm too heavy for them so that lady once we put a plan in place smashed it because she had a reason the people who go, I want to lose a stone. I want to be 12 stone. What, if, what, what the fuck? Like what? So what? Why? How does your life benefit from being 12 stone?
2: Hmm.
1: And then when you start talking about that, oh, well, you know what? I've never been able to run around the garden with the kids. But I'd love to play football with my lad, but I can't because he's too quick. And, yep. uh, and suddenly the penny drops. There's a why, there's a reason, there's a purpose. So when you don't feel like getting out of bed in the morning, it's like, right, okay, think about that think about that why it sounds so cheesy but it's true
0: no it's um, you I know. Use the same thing um, yeah yeah but that no, really yeah. does yeah and and going back to like the kind of time thing as well like as we know there's like i say it to people all the time it's 168 hours in a week yeah you know you spend a third of that in bed if you're lucky um yeah, yeah. A, third, a third of that at work and then you've got the third left it's, it's a lot of time and mm. you know it's some you know, you can have your cake and eat in a sense, but most of the time you can't. Like, you can't be moaning that you're not in shape when you spend more time in bed or so yeah, yeah. on social media or PlayStation. You've got to kind of exchange one for another, isn't it? And yeah, exactly. Yeah. E- even with my own time, it's like I say to, to my missus, like, you know, I want to impact lives as many as I can, yeah. but I don't want to impact so many lives that it takes me away from impacting yours. Yeah. Impacting yeah. our future children in doing this. So, mm-hmm. this is the same thing. Yeah. So, like, you know, I, I use my client who has the kids. He's my top trump card. Yeah. So if I'm talking to you on a on a Zoom call, getting you into the program, you tell me you haven't got much time. I'll say, look, I've got this client. He's uh, 40 years old. He's got two kids. One is around about six months, and the eldest is 22. Um, so they're ranging between both of theirs. And he has two jobs. Um, so if you can beat that story, I'll pay for the course myself.
1: There you go, exactly. And no exactly. one ever
0: says anything. It's like, boom. That's like. And the when reality. you
1: actually. When you actually think about it,
2: yeah.
1: you know, I said we two 25-minute two sessions a week and you'll get results. Yeah. Two 25-minute sessions a week. Yeah, you know, again, you might need to spend an hour on a Sunday doing a little bit of meal planning and prepping. But the amount of time you save, I reckon in the time it takes me to go and deliveroo and choose what I'm going to eat, I could whip up a stir fry in the kitchen. Of course you could. Let alone the delivery time and everything else. Yeah,
0: you've got forty five minute delivery so like, <laughs> exactly, you can meal yeah. prep for the week in that time.
1: Exactly, exactly. And it is just about having those pre- yeah, and, and and don't get me wrong, I'm no angel with this. Like I do use delivery. I do yeah. I do have days where I don't work out. I do drink, I do, you know, but yeah. um yeah, I I think you're right there. It's about like choose your choose your uncomfortable. Like you can be uncomfortable working out a couple of times a week, or you can be uncomfortable when you can't like play with your kids anymore or you can't go on that fairground ride or, or whatever it is um
0: i had this about two months uh, two years ago sorry about two years ago in the summer when we was allowed to see people um, yeah i was in a friend's uh garden on a summer evening when we, we were out i was around there having a few beers a catch-up playing a bit of playstation as you do and yeah i remember him saying to me about like he was uh one complaining about his job mm-hmm. two complaining about his health and then the third thing was, there's a reason why I can't learn a new skill. And the reason why I can't work out is because I don't have time. And I just said to him, we've just spent the last five hours waffling on about crap, playing PlayStation and getting pissed. Mm. And I was like, this is where you could be doing it. But I get it. Like people's perception at the moment is like, well, this is what I do and it's a habit and so on. But, you know, like you just said, like which I'm nowhere near the hardest person working in the world, but I do do a lot. But yeah. this is why I get up at 4am because... If I didn't get up that early, I wouldn't be able to get to where I want to be in a year's time and do everything still. So get in a walk, see my missus enough, still work out, eat clean. Like you can do everything yeah. to an extent. It's just structuring your day, structuring your week, preparing, in it? I, I think it was um, Steve Coogan or something said um, piss poor preparation leads to piss poor performance or something yes, like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's absolutely <laughs> And it really good. does. And, like, you, you can you can do it all. And, like, I'm not saying, like, you've got to get up at that sort of time, but if yeah. you get up two hours earlier than you usually would, and I, I, I saw this on a quote, mm. you gain two hours a day. And those two hours a day equals to a whole month in a year. So you mm-hmm. can have a thirteenth month year.
2: Yep, so you absolutely. You get ahead
0: of the game. And, um, but, yeah, the biggest thing I've taken from this all is, is time. It really is like I, I've got this part of my brain, which makes me want to keep chasing the next sale, chasing the next bit of business. Mm. But it's made me realize that I don't actually need as much as I thought I did.
1: No. And, and the other thing with time, the last point on time I make as well is I don't think people realize as well quite what the domino effect of being better with your time is because I don't know, let, let's take two extremes. Let's take, let's take having a few drinks as one. So yeah, know i i don't begrudge anybody sitting and having a few beers for two or three hours with a mate with your partner with with whatever going to the pub however however it is but what you've also got to realize off the back of that is the time you lose with the after effects of your behavior so you might save yourself three hours a week by not going to the gym and you can do three hours more work or three hours more with the family or whatever it is but i don't know about you when i feel heavy when I feel lethargic, when I feel—I don't want to use the word depressed, but down, whatever it is you want to yep. call it—from not exercising, from not eating well, everything takes longer. It takes me longer to go for that walk. It takes me longer to do that work business. Takes longer to get dressed. It takes me longer to get is dressed. It? It takes me longer to clean everywhere in the shower because I because I've got more surface area to clean. If you want to go that far, um, but. Therefore, you, you're losing time off the back of that as well. Yeah. And I don't, again, don't know about you. When I'm hydrated, when I'm eating well, when I'm exercising, when I'm all of these things, everything seems to get done more efficiently and quicker.
0: Yeah, 100%. Uh, you know, uh,
1: and, and I think there's a compound effect almost there with, with that. And, and let alone how much happier you feel when you're in, when you're in not in good shape. I'm not talking about six packs and all that kind of stuff, but just when you feel happy with how you look
0: yeah totally totally agree totally agree well look i could literally chat to you about just even one of these subjects for about yeah. time for like a couple of hours but um, yeah. I, know, I know we've both got a lot to do today and everything else but look I, I honestly i thank you so much for uh for coming on mate and uh i think the listeners are going to get huge value from this and i've really enjoyed just listening about your story so yeah thank you for for coming on mate
1: yeah i appreciate the, the yeah let me come on and and hopefully uh what we've, what we've discussed might, if it, well, we both know if it, if it resonates with one person, helps one person, then, then we've done our job. But um, yeah, thank you. And, and just uh, also thank you for being on, on this whole journey with me. It's, it's, it's great to have, have uh, people like you setting a great example. Um, thank, you. That, thank you. Thank yeah, you for that.
0: you helped me. I think we need to set some more fitness challenges between us in the group.
1: Oh yeah, we do. Yeah, I, I certainly need something. I <laughs>
0: certainly need something. Yeah.
1: Anyway, yeah. Thank you very much. Really appreciate. Really appreciate oh, yeah, you letting me come on.
0: Before you go, um, where can people find you? Like, what are your socials, email, website? If they want to like find out about Hit Zone or just follow you and your message and what you.
1: So do? yeah. So so Hit Zone. Um, if if you want to well, if you want to find me, I'm Stuart Kane on Facebook, which is C A I N Stuart with the U on Instagram at Stuart M for Mother Kane. and then if you he- head to hitzoneglobal.com, then that's, that's the website. Um, and again, if anybody got any questions or want any support or help, just reach out. Um, I'm a very friendly guy. <laughs> no, um, yeah, just just give me a shout. But yeah, thanks, Russ. Really appreciate that.
2: Cheers, mate. Thank you.